Hello, hello. Welcome to our new podcast. It's called Acts of Pod. My name is Brandon Shu. I'm one of your co-hosts here alongside John Wackman of Neelan Johnson and Christy Menon of Neelan Johnson. We are going to be the uh, dynamic trio here, bringing you all sorts of fun and entertainment in the legal and insurance space over the next weeks and months. Uh, John and Christy, say hello to your audience. Hi, all. How are you doing? This is John. I'm the rare lawyer who's who doesn't like to talk all that much, which makes, makes me a great candidate to have a podcast. Let the insurance guy talk, right? And hi, everyone. This is Christy Menon. Uh, very excited to be here and looking forward to sharing some of our experiences with you. The good, the bad, the ugly. We'll be uh, talking about all of it. All sorts of Clint Eastwood movies. Just to give you a little background, what this podcast is about, and uh, I think we can kind of go into our individual backgrounds here just to provide a little context in terms of why we're doing this this podcast. Uh, but the idea here being acts of pod, if you didn't get it, uh, we're, we're going to be talking about some claims that are out there, some lawsuits that are out there that have uh, made waves or made an impact in both the insurance marketplace and, and the legal marketplace over the last few years, decades, uh, forward-looking, you know, however you want to slice it. This is my second podcast for those of you who are loyal listeners, decided to create something that was maybe a little bit more analytical in nature, less on the uh, interview spectrum. So we wanted to create this podcast to really have a good introspection on, on what's going on out there today that's affecting you. My brief background, I'm um, an insurance broker today. I've, I've spent about 15 years in the difficult casualty insurance and risk management space. I, I spent 10 years working for a, a ladder manufacturer based here in Minnesota, managing their product liability litigation and uh, insurance risk relationships and all that good stuff. And I've been on the broker side for about seven years now where I focus on very difficult casualty exposures, product liability, micromobility, uh, things of that nature. So I met uh, Christy and John here along the way because we have a lot of uh, similarities in terms of client base and where our interests finds us cross paths a lot. So we've done quite a bit of work together. And so we thought, hey, why not create a podcast? Because that's what everybody's doing. And that's how you get a credibility, right, guys? That's for sure. And let me give you my background. You know, as Brandon mentioned, I, you know, we met a few years ago now and worked together a lot. I bring a bit of a unique perspective in that, you know, after I graduated from law school, I clerked for a judge. So I saw things sort of behind the scenes in the courtroom, I had a chance to talk to jurors about what they thought, worked at a law firm for about seven or eight years doing a variety of things, a lot of products, liabilities cases. Then I went in-house to a, a large a manufacturer of power sports products and managed all of their products liabilities. So I saw things from the, the corporate side, from the, the risk side, and mostly just managed those cases. And then in the last decade or so, I've been out uh, at Nylon Johnson, mostly handling product liability cases for a variety of manufacturers really across the country. So you get the different perspective of how things are, are different from region to region, state to state. 
And in terms of my background, I guess we'd say my resume is a little bit shorter in the sense that I started my legal career here at Nyland Johnson. I'm currently entering my 18th year of practice, um, but I was uh, here back in, in the 2000s, early 2000s as a summer associate and just really loved the people and the firm and wanted to uh, start my practice here. So I, I have a mix of product liability and commercial litigation um, experience. And more recently, I have focused on specializing in product liability, done a lot of work uh, very closely with John on some of that and with a larger team, helping companies of various sizes not only manage their litigation, but get a sense of which risk mitigation tactics are the most important for them so that they can keep their portfolio uh, as small as possible. So we're really focused on building relationships with our clients and part of that, of course, involves, you know, developing some really deep product knowledge. So it's been it's been fun along the way to track the results that we've gotten in our cases and other ways that we've limited our clients' risk profile and their exposure. And that's really helped to solidify a lot of those relationships, too. One of the big things that has banded us together and how we got connected originally, myself at now Christensen Group, brokerage here based in Minnesota, and uh, John and Christy at Nyland Johnson is we do a lot collectively in the uh, national council space. So we've, we find that to be a very good strategy and one that's been binding for us and in, in us getting together on a lot of these topics is, you know, reducing uh, insureds and defendants' exposure by arming them or equipping them with a, a more concrete defense strategy, which is, you know, having a national council one firm across the country doing all of your legal work instead of using a uh, insurance-appointed defense counsel strategy where you're essentially having to re-educate and rearm uh, counsel every time uh, a new case comes in. So that, among many other things, is, are probably some topics that we're going to be addressing uh, over the next weeks and months to give you a little maybe slice or lens into some other areas or topics that we're going to focus on. Third-party funded plaintiff's litigation, I think, has been atop a lot of people's minds over the last few months and years, particularly in this very hardening insurance market. We're seeing a lot more underwriters really carefully analyze accounts and their exposure to mega verdicts and, uh, uh, you know, really things that we, we wouldn't have even been talking about a few years ago. So this third-party plaintiffs-funded litigation is a big area of focus for us. I don't know, John, maybe you want to give a quick tutorial on kind of what that is. Sure. What that really is is a plaintiff's lawyer, they typically will pay some portion of the costs and things like that of a case, but a third-party funder will come in and say, we'll pay either even part of an attorney's fee to the plaintiff's attorney. In exchange, they get a cut of a resolution. So the third-party funder doesn't control the litigation. That's the hallmark of third-party funding, but they do get a, a, a chunk of it, sometimes three times their investment, sometimes more than that. And so that changes the equation of how a case is handled because there's somebody else who really uh, is in the game. And, and you have to understand 
you know, that they're going to want a return on their investment. They don't win every case, but they're certainly expecting a return. And there's some very, very large companies who are involved in that. They're traded on stock markets. It's not just sort of a one-off, which you heard about for years. Now there's, it's very well-funded in, in across the country uh, in a variety of different spaces. Yeah, so think about it almost like a new exchange or a new marketplace where instead of hedging with equities or, or something else, essentially your case could be on somebody's portfolio of you know having a return strategy. So it's it's a new era of litigation and it's certainly impacting the insurance market dramatically in this perfect storm scenario of having these name storms out there, these hurricanes, these fires that have been very detrimental to insurance renewals. Now we have auto commercial and consumer auto market that has been hugely impacted by distracted driving and new technology and cars and vehicles. And you add all these things together and it's a recipe for very, very large insurance renewals. And these are some of the things that we're going to be focusing on. Yeah. Another thing we're going to want to talk to you about is how do you avoid litigation? Because of the marketplace changes and and how expensive insurance can be, how do you keep yourself away from getting claims? What's the best thing that you can do to position yourself, A, to avoid claims, and B, when the one happens to be in a a position to prevail so it doesn't impact uh, your insurance rates, premiums, the SAR, those kind of things? We're giving you the keys to the kingdom here, sharing our secrets, what have worked for us over the years. We're going to look deeply at some cases that are making the news that you've heard about and and dissect them and tell you what our thoughts are on the strategy, the outcomes, and how it might impact you moving forward as insureds and defendants and plaintiffs and anybody else that might be listening. So we're uh, excited to start this process. We're looking at probably a bi-monthly sort of recording here. We'll have guests from time to time, maybe people involved with the litigation directly in, in those cases that have been closed or you know no longer in active litigation and get third-party opinions and, and just uh, have a good time with it and figure out how you know we can best serve you, our listeners, and help you arm yourselves for what's, what's ahead. So thanks for uh, listening to our intro and we look forward to having uh, you as listeners to our podcast, Acts of Pod. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. We'll see you next time.